0: I-V-M.
1: Welcome to episode 13 of Edges & Sledges. My name is DJ Chuck. I'm a blogger, one tip, one hand. I'm here with my co-bloggers, Varun and Ashwin, both in Toronto today. Hi, guys. How are you doing?
2: Good, good. Weather here is much nicer than where you are, man.
1: Yeah, so, um, guys, I'm in Peru, so the internet may be a bit dodgy. But we're finally here, seven weeks later episode 13 of Edges and Sledges, and it's the IPL final tomorrow. So we're pretty excited. We're all looking forward to it a lot. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to Ashwin to just take us through what happened last week since we were last live, and he'll just go through the the playoffs and the lineup for the final. So Ashwin, take it away.
3: Yeah. So just very quickly, CSK versus Sunrisers Hyderabad is the final. Tomorrow, Sunday, the 27th, the top two teams in the, the league table made it to the final. So those who complain about, hey, 14 games, and then you have one knockout that makes or breaks it, the eliminator and the qualifier seems to have weeded out the number three and four teams, and we've ended up with the teams that topped the table pretty convincingly uh, facing off in the final. The first game we had on Monday of this week was actually the same lineup, which was CSK versus Sunriser or Heiser Brothers as well, where CSK took the victory thanks to a phenomenal batting performance by FAF 2 plus C. Worth noting that FAF, was retained using the right to match card by CSK and still only got four of the f- uh, four matches in the first 14. So obviously some some bright thinking by Dhoni to bring him in and he won the match for them. He even walked into the dressing room I think you were saying saying I don't know how we did this. How do we pull this off, guys? So big win for them unexpectedly. Then, so obviously, that meant CSK through to the final. Hyderabad had to face off one more team. KKR and Rajasthan then met up next. And then, you know, KKR's bowling just proved too good for Rajasthan. Rajasthan did a pretty good job with the ball initially, but then, as has been their story of the season, couldn't get their act together with the bat. Especially They, they especially missed Joss Butler's presence, who, it's worth saying, was po- called up for England and is also saving England in the test match against Pakistan. But we'll talk that at the end of the show. Which obviously meant Rajasthan Royal were eliminated. KKR got their second shot at... Uh, at the final facing off against Hyderabad and that was the the one man show it was the rashid khan show picked up maybe, you know, 30-odd handy runs with the bat uh, at a phenomenal strike rate at the end, and then three wickets with the ball, two catches, a run-out, just an amazing all-round performance,
2: and that leaves us with Chennai versus Hyderabad for the final match on Sunday. Yeah, and for all of you who are uh, listening from the start, at the start we had said the two teams that definitely won't make it to the final are the Chennai Super Kings <laughs> and the Sun and Hyderabad, so yeah, a bit... Uh... A bit surprising to us, but yeah, I, I do. Want to...
1: actually, actually, I'm I'm going to stop you, there, Varun, because I actually called the CSK for the win,
2: right at the <laughs> that, start. That is true. That in is the true.
1: preview, in the preview tournament, but I mean, can you write a better script than that, Varun? I mean, some of our friends are script writers, and uh, another one wants to write a sports drama. Uh, so, can 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 you write a better script than this, honestly?
2: I don't think so, man. And I think we, I'm not sure if we discussed it last time, but basically, CSK has said we chose a team to win this year's IPL. Not next year's IPL, not three years down the line, this year's IPL. And uh, I, I mean, it, it's phenomenal. I, I, I really can't believe that this team has come so far. But th- that's what somebody was saying, right? If it's not Raidu, it's Watson. If it's not Watson, it's Raina. Dhoni. I mean, in the middle of this, suddenly there's chaos with Harbhajan and uh, Cheher coming up the order. Who, by the way, I just want to call out saying, I think Cheher is the next movie. So in two years' time, don't be surprised if you see... Uh, Deepak Chahar walking at number 8 for India to bat and bowling uh, the first over.
1: Hey, so guys, I just want to ask you very quickly, what were the standout performances for you from the qualifiers? Uh, obviously, there was a Rash- Rashid Khan moment. Uh, were there any other specific performances you wanted to just flag? Maybe Ashwin, you can take this one.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I'll highlight to The first I mentioned already, faf 2 proceed to open the batting and anchor the innings against the league's arguably best bowling lineup when you're in, the rest of your team is completely crumbled around you he picked up you know more than 60 runs i don't remember exactly how much but just and it's again especially having not played that much this year's ipl he just stepped up and showed why he's a leader for south africa why he's you know a, a phenomenal batsman in all three formats the second one was andre russell for me in the kkr match he came in late in the game got a, a quick fire 50 that enabled them to to get to the, the knockout match with Hajjabat. They eventually lost and he didn't have a good second game. But stand out in the match against Rajasthan was Russell
2: for me. Yeah. I mean, for me, I want to... I mean, you've covered most of it. I just want to call out two guys. I think these are guys that you would... Rajasthan would want to watch out for them in the future. Shreyas Gopal and Krishna Gautam. Gautam. These guys, I mean, they are underrated players. They've, they've, they've literally come out of nowhere, picked up four wickets in certain games, scored like 25 of seven balls... Uh, so, I think they've played a big part in Rajasthan's road to the kind of playoff.
1: And guys, so now, the big finals tomorrow. What are your thoughts on, on the SRH versus KKR Take-Two? SRH versus SCSK Take-Two, sorry. Who do you see winning this? Who do you think are going to be the big performers? Who, who's who's going to put in the match-winning effort? I know, Varun, you're not allowed to say Rana, Anyone but him. But maybe we'll go to Varun first. And then, Ashwin, you, you can you can tell us your thoughts on, on the final.
2: Yeah, so, okay, I'll keep it short. I think CSA is going to win and i think the reason they're going to win is because of the experience of playing finals and dhoni's experience i remember we were watching the game yesterday and uh, we had certain doubts on how williamson was rotating his bowlers now it worked out but you know you you don't want Hubi, et etc not be bowling the last two overs so i think it's going to come down to experience and dhoni's captaincy ashwin i'm going to go the same direction i think
3: csk is going to clinch it big be- precisely because of what you know i think you mentioned a little earlier Hyderabad's batting begins and ends with Williamson and Dhawan performing. You know, Rashid Khan stepped up a little, and they've had the occasional performance here and there, but they have an incredibly high percentage of runs made by Williamson and Dhawan, and when they failed, they lost. For me, CSK just the ability for somebody lower in the order to step up. I mean, it comes down to lower order batting. Our friend who's Yogi, who was a guest on the show before, says, you know, having, what is it, Yusuf, Shakib, Huda... At four five six is just not comparable to the csk lineup that has significantly more depth at- yeah, including like, Raina,
2: dhoni and- like bravo
3: dhoni and jadeja are and- your equivalent of khuda you know so that that to me is what's going to, see. It's going to be a lower middle i think the ball bo- it'll be a good bowling contest but csk will take it thanks to the
1: lower order so i'm i'm rooting for csk as well as you know i'm a big dhoni fan i've always kind of liked csk as just because dhoni's there i've always been a delhi fan but CSK's been doing the winning, so... I'm hoping they win, but I think it's going to be a tough challenge, because after the last game that the Sunrisers won, I think they have quite a lot of momentum in their favour, and CSK have, haven't have played, remember, since Monday. Yeah. So, they've had quite a long time off. So, I'm hoping CSK haven't kind of taken their foot off the pedal and are, are still quite focused on it. And so, it sounds like it's three CSKs, guys. And yeah. Varun, can <laughs> you just talk us through a little bit... Whistle are still indeed. <laughs> we should lungi ingidi dude yeah
2: that, oh man he's been game changing been for them fun. yeah we didn't mention my them, god man. he's been game changing
1: yeah and so lungi Engidi, bring my lungi and yeah. Tony's been asking for his lungi
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so I was just going to ask you, Varun, so have you flown down to Toronto just to watch the IPL final with Ashwin? Because yeah. you guys are obviously, for our listeners, you know that these guys are brothers. And Varun is usually based in Singapore. Ashwin's based in Toronto, of course. So Varun, just talk us a little bit through yeah. what what you're doing in, in Toronto.
2: Yeah, I mean, see, to be honest, he's my brother, but I see him every week on Skype. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> it was not that important to come and see him. It was more important to like watch the IPL in a good time zone where you can wake up, have a coffee... <laughs> have breakfast and still have the whole day ahead of you. So I think that was the motivation.
1: Very nice. Very nice. So guys, we're all excited for it. We've called it for CSK. We're hoping we're right. So I mean, on that note, I think we can move on to the next section of this show, which is called the, actually Varun, why don't you introduce this? I mean, I think it sounds like it's your your brainchild. Obviously, you guys have spent quite a lot of time on this. So why why don't you talk us through um, the next section, guys?
2: yeah so okay so this week we're going to do something different it's coming to the end of the IPL. we are not doing edges and sledges but uh, you know we have a famous commentator called sunil Gawaskar. so we're taking a bit of a play on that and we're calling this the gloomy bakwaskar awards so the the bakwaskar awards uh, and we're going to have all the sponsors from the ipl we're going to pick certain players you can debate it with us. It's it's our list. Uh, we'd love to hear if you have any different choices. But but yeah, so Bakwaska Awards, basically, we're going to talk through... Yeah, l- l- let's just start. I think the best way is to start. So in the IPL, you have the purple cap, which is for the best bowling performance. Now, very literally, we just typed, what's the opposite of purple in Google? And the answer we got was yellow. So the yellow cap goes to Basil Thampy for the worst bowling <laughs> performance. In the history of IPL, I think not only did he give more runs, why, why this is commendable and a, and a great award is because he's actually beaten Ishan Sharma. So that, I think, is extremely commendable and a very credible award. So yeah, can so Basil I, Thumpy gets that.
3: And I, I can, can I decide when he bowled his spell of four overs, zero for 70, he was in my fantasy league. Oh, man. <laughs> and so not only did I get the massive negatives for having Basil Thumpy, but then he got dropped the next game, which means I wasted a sub. So it, very personal this one for me, I think. <laughs> Well-deserving of the yellow cap.
1: So thing. it's basically the 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 shit cap. Sorry, the yellow cap. Yeah, award, the shit, right? yeah. that the, the the yellow. Yeah. Cap. Okay. <laughs> the yellow cap. Okay, we we got that. Good. Okay. Well deserved, I think.
2: Well, very well Definitely. deserved by Thumpy. Right. Um, got thumped completely, but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after that, so moving on. He's he's the Thumpy. There's a Thumper
1: and there's a Thumpy. <laughs> yeah, he's the Thumpy. Okay, well, I think I think only.
2: Lawyers will get this No dude, dude, it's a great one. What about like... the yellow cap. Those <laughs> mentor oh, and mentee. Oh, that's really like bad. The Sorry. The thumpy. Yeah. yeah, he got thumped. Beautiful. He got thumped. Okay. So nice. We, so, nice. So we move to the next one, which again, not very original here, but the opposite of orange is blue. So blue cap goes to one of DJ's all-time favorite players, who he actually rushes into the stadium to watch. And that is Mr. Rohit Sharma who has basically got three ducks across the IPL. With the most this year, time. Yeah, with the most this year. Could not figure out if he's batting at number one, two, three, or 4. Average 23. Despite a score of 94 in there. Yeah, despite so a score of 94. Yeah. So, yeah, so the blue cap clearly goes to Rohit because he's someone who is, um, you know, he... He comes out and hits 264 in ODIs. So, you know, you should be hitting at least an average of 120 in T20s based on that. Um, but he's just not capable <laughs> to. He's just not. So, yeah.
1: For our, our listeners and viewers, just to tell you how much I hate this size, I actually celebrated that he got out at Wanderers before he got there. <laughs> I was like, thank God we don't have to watch this guy bat again because he's so horrible to watch. Anyway, carry on, please.
3: Okay. Yeah, so I can take it over from here. We've talked about a little bit in the past uh, about how frustratingly boring the end of an IPL match is when you just want to move on with your life and hear the captain speak, but they spend about eight minutes introducing the dignitaries and sponsors, and then they go through a series of pretty futile awards, ranging from the FPB Stylish Player to the Vivo Perfect Catch of the Match, etc. So, we're going to go through some of those awards, but like with the theme of the caps, we're going to be highlighting who did the opposite of the of the best performances, which is some of our least favorite performances. And we're going to have the, the awards, the least favorite awards. So I will start. The, one of my personal favorites for most annoying awards is Star Plus Nice Soch Award. So what we have here very creatively is the Purani Soch Award. Uh, and this one we are awarding to my, uh, my name, Cricketer, the captain uh, of Kings 11 Punjab, Ravi Chandran Ashwin, for the thought process where he promoted himself to bat up the order, uh, and then ended the season tied with Rohit Sharma for the most number of ducks, which is three. And he didn't even come out to bat as often as Rohit Sharma. So to end up with three ducks and still think you could have promoted
2: yourself award, up the order for us is a Purani Soch award. Actually, I think it, yeah. uh, it's interesting with Purani Soch also because... Everyone's developing their action, creating new balls and all. And Ashwin has just gone Purana style and copied Kumbhle's bowling action. (laughs) So, all-round performance on Purani Soch.
1: But I think it's also Purani Soch because when we were kids, you'd be like, I want to bat up the order. Why do
2: I want to bat low down the
1: order? It's like, he's gone back to childhood. He's like, I'll open the bowling and the batting.
3: Yeah. And he's... when you were a child, it was, if it's my bat, then I'll
2: bat first. Yeah. If I brought the ball, I'll bowl. Yes. Yeah, he's like, I'm captain. And I'm, and I'm the captain. captain then. Yeah, yeah. he's basically gone back to that. In fact, I even thought, I'd, I heard him saying he wants to do tip-top instead of a coin toss. But, <laughs> but uh, maybe we can convince him to add one to one hand to the rules yeah. next time.
1: We can back him. He'll be there for like a second anyway. What does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> it costs
2: nothing. Indeed. Okay, shall I go to the next one? you want to do uh, Yeah, yeah. So, I'll do the next one. So, the FBB stylish player. I don't know. Actually, I think all of us have lived outside India too long. I don't know what is FBB. It sounds a lot like BFF, but yeah. So, the (laughs) BFF ugly player. And this is where DJ and and I want you guys to weigh in. We've had one guy who's fallen over his own legs. And we've had another guy who's, like, very obsessed with cleanliness. Like, the jhadu Jhadu Poncha style batting. So... It basically comes down to Rishabh Pant versus Chris Lin. And I also have to call out that Rishabh Pant is actually part of the FBB Stylish yes, Player He's about. on both lists. So, players. he's on both lists. So, in a Venn diagram, he would be in the center. <laughs> the overlap between Stylish and Ugly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, DJ, any thoughts on Pant versus Lin for F- uh, BFF Most Ugly Player? Lin, Lin wins
1: it, man. Lin, Lin,
2: Lin wins, wins it. Okay. Just...
1: Just horrible to
2: watch. Yeah, I mean, he should just play big bash and just keep
1: hitting it baseball style. Yeah, spin and all. Chancy names.
3: I should. I would agree. I think we're two for two on this one. I loved watching him bat against pace, but. Constantly
2: sweeping over and over and over again to me is deserved of the BFF Ugly Player Award. Yeah. So me too, Lin. So three out of three. I think uh, uh, he has. And scored... also,
1: Punt is a daredevil,
2: right? So. Yeah. Exactly. You can't drive. give it to a Punt. It. But yeah. So so Lin has got the BFF Ugly Player of the man, uh, Ugly Player of the tournament. But he has scored runs, but it's just been scrappy and terrible to watch. So
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go on to the third one. The third award they give is every match is the Vivo Perfect catch of the match award, which is oftentimes there's no great catches.
2: So sometimes I have to give it to somebody who took a pretty average catch. And and the, the funny thing is, the minute the first catch of the match is taken, they're like, that could be the Vivo. That could be a contender for the Vivo, <laughs> Vivo Perfect
3: catch of the match so uh, so we're calling it again being very creative vivo imperfect catch of the season we thought about this one a little bit we said hey maybe you know jadeja who's usually a great fielder dropped two in the same over against the mumbai indians that could be one contender we said shikhar dhavan dropped a couple of easy ones there's been a lot of drop catches but we wanted to go a slightly different direction than this one and what you know to some may be perceived as a good catch glenn maxwell against i don't remember who it was against when he was fielding on the boundary in the last week, twice in the same game, got the ball right next to the boundary and threw it to Trent Bolt in, to, in order to successfully complete the catch. So he didn't go over the boundary with the ball in hand and give six runs. Yeah. For me, this was the imperfect, imperfect catch of the match because he was my match power play in fantasy and he did nothing with the bat and, <laughs> and
2: nothing, nothing with the ball. But two catches would have been 40 points yeah. and both those <laughs> went to Trent Bolt. But the the problem is, I think Maxwell probably trumped Bolt in his own team. Yeah. So he was like, just take it, brother, just take the ball. And it reflected as a bold catch. So that was Vivo, imperfect catch of the match. Okay, next, let's move on. Now, we don't have a car to give away, but uh, we definitely have an award. So the Tata Nexon, useless striker of the series. And for us, it's 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 pretty clear. There was really no doubt about this. But to be certain, we actually went and checked the stats as well. So I'm going to tell you who's the um uh, it, it's it's Ajinkya Rahane. There's there's no doubt in our mind. Ashwin, do you want to just talk through the stat? Yeah, I mean,
3: 15 matches he played, 14 innings, strike rate of 180. I mean, up at the top of the order, nobody who's batted a decent amount comes even close to such a low strike rate. There were matches where, including, I think, in the the qualifier, or the eliminator, where it could have gone either way, and then Rahane coming out and slowing down the scoring rate took the game away from his own team, the Rajasthan Royals. So I think deserving of this one to make to strike at a... A strike rate of 118 uh, and rack up 370 runs in the season is just... Yeah. You're just eating balls that some of the big hitters could have taken.
1: Ashwin, did he get quite a lot of competition Manish Pandey, though? He did. Was he quite had... close run by that. Yeah.
3: yeah, he did. I don't know exactly. I don't have the stats for Pandey in front of me. Because, honestly, we pulled the stats for the... The 30 highest scorers and Pandey wasn't on there and, you know he wasn't <laughs> even in the 30 top scorer. so i don't have the stats nice. Pandey in front of me okay but rahane just was a little bit over and above just you know the difference is rahane his team relies on him whereas Pandey mm. was able to let, help his team get to the final just because of williamson and Dhawan. rahane is, was supposed to be that
1: anchor and he just did self-show it's quite funny how that's changed, because he was quite a quick scorer, quite a fast opening bat. I remember putting him as captain in, and Trump in many of our Rajasthan Royal games. and I mean, even the Pune Superdome games. So he seems to have really fallen off this, this season, which is, I mean, it, apart from the useless strike award, it's a bit sad for Indian cricket more than anything else. Yeah. With I mean, the tours of uh, England coming up and Kohli's injury potentially putting a cloud over his participation, which we'll talk about later. But uh, it is sad to see him win that award, I think, personally for me.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it is unfortunate, we'll be talking about this a lot in the next little bit, but as an, as an Indian fan, that the fact that Rahane and Rohit are both on our, what is it, called, Bakwaskar awards list is not a great sign, but hopefully they can bounce back after a bad idea. Okay, and the
1: next the next award is the one that I really love. I mean, yeah. do you want to talk us through this
2: one? Yeah, so, you know, in, in life, it's not uh, always about winning or losing. It's, uh, it's really about how you play the game. And uh there's there's just one man who comes to mind so the award is called the tanish foreplay award and this name was given by actually one of our friends um so the tanish foreplay award and it's not just about like you've played fair you you foreplayed once or foreplayed twice it's time after time season after season i mean it's almost like i feel this gentleman if you're you know he he just gives praise at anything like if you're out with your wife at dinner and 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 you order some, you know, a nice starter. I feel like he'll come from behind and tap you on the back. <laughs> on the bum and be like, well done, well, well ordered and stuff like that. So, no doubt for us, Suresh Raina wins the Tanishq 4 Award. Can we make this one a lifetime award? Yeah, I think this is a lifetime achievement award. <laughs> it's great. 11 years of non-stop patting. I mean, he deserves a pat on the and back. And many more to come. And many more to come. On the back, eh? Yeah, on the get back. one on the back. <laughs> but uh, yeah just time and time again he's right up there in your face he's sometimes kissing you he's sometimes pulling your hair he's uh, yeah he's doing all sorts of. Wait, wait,
1: and in Doug Doug just it's not even his hair he was pulling
2: his toupee off it's like <laughs> yeah. he's called Doug the rug for God's sake yeah exactly <laughs> I didn't know he was called Doug the rug that's pretty cool um, didn't you remember
1: there was once when they showed hot spot and he was bowling and it just like it showed his head on hot spot and <laughs> 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 it, was, it was pretty embarrassing to say the least poor oh, guy oh poor guy God. got shown up by technology anyway right ne- next award guys
3: okay A last one of this one before we wrap up with with, a, with an 11 is also you know a second time award winner that's just how much we were disappointed with his performance this year in years past it used to be called the yes bank maximum when you hit a 6 we're calling this one the yes bank minimums and it also goes yeah we are really creative with names but it also goes to our friend Rohit Sharma for you know, playing at the top order for Mumbai and getting three ducks. In large part, Mumbai not making it to the qualifiers this year is because of how dependent they were on him. And ending the year with, with three ducks and just just and an average of 23 is just not good enough for your
1: mainstay match. Safe so, to say he was a no-hit or a yeah. ro-shit this season. Ro-shit.
2: I, actually, I have one more award I forgot about. Yeah, There's for the Emerging Player Award for people born after 1996. <laughs> yeah. Firstly, I, are these yeah. people alive after 96 who are playing <laughs> cricket? I don't know. Like <laughs> Rashid apparently 19. <laughs> yeah, ni- yeah, Rashid is only 19. Uh, yeah, so that means Rashid was born in
1: 97. Yeah, yeah that's in Afghanistani years, man. He's actually
2: yeah. like 45. Yeah, that's what it was looking like. But yeah, I think this is a little more of a nicer one. But I think instead of emerging player being above 96, it's anyone who's born before 96. Yeah. And I think this has to uni- unanimously go to MS Dhoni, right? he's basically just redefined himself. So this is a slightly nice, we're being nice to Dhoni ahead of the final, but uh, yeah. It's an aging player award. Do-do. The aging player award. The aging
1: player awesomeness award.
2: Yeah. It's aging player awesomeness.
1: And the retreating player award goes to Yuvraj. Yeah. Dude.
2: So on, oh, on, that, on
0: that note, that's a
3: good transition. So as we wrap up the segment, uh, one of the the other very very frustrating parts you can see him doing the the hand signal here is what's being called the Seat tire strategic timeout um we give credit to this name to one of our former guests on the show called we're calling the tire strategic time waste because that's really what it is yeah um so what we have we have for you guys is a wrap-up of some of the big players we just talked about the Tire strategic time waste 11 which is the 11 players who you know, we could have done without the season. Who wasted our time a little bit? And
1: they're also, they're shorter than the two minutes at the CR break. Yeah, last. pretty much. Yeah.
3: So In I'm going to so go walk through this list. Maybe I'll have you talk the top four, top order yeah. four. DJ, you can talk the middle middle and lower order, and I'll talk the bowlers. So why don't you
2: go ahead with the top order? Okay, so number one on the list is short. And we're not picking Darcy short because he's not as good as Pant or Lungi. Or um, <laughs> Or tie. Or tie. Or tie. Or tie. <laughs> um, we are picking Darcy short because we don't know what he was doing in this IPL. He had a great BBL and came in. I think Warren was quite persistent on making him play. But uh, really, he did nothing. And thank God Butler came in because that saved like five back-to-back innings. So, that's our first. Our next is Gautam Gambhir. I think a uh, big disappointment, especially as a Delhi fan. But But honestly, it really looked like he wasn't being able to do anything. Um, so I personally wouldn't be surprised if we suddenly hear a retirement coming up soon because I don't see how Gambhir can come back next year and play. So that for us was uh, num- the, the second opener of the strategic time-waste 11. And then number 3, I, again, I don't want to uh, belabor the point, but Rohit Sharma. Rohit uh, would be there in any top 11, but this season was just terrible for him. So he's number 3. I don't
1: know, I'm just seeing a C next to Rohit's name. Does that What does that stand for?
2: I, I can't say that on like uh, on this podcast but i think it's uh, i, I it's captain he's really, the captain really, of the worst eleven so the worst okay. of the worst the leader okay <laughs> yeah so yeah dj you want to take number 4 to 7
1: no, actually, I think you should take number four. I'll take the rest one. So why don't you go with Yuvraj?
2: It hurts, man. I think uh, it's really sad because both Gambhir and Yuvraj are like my 2011 heroes. Who, While everyone else was supporting Sachin, etc., these two uh, guys I just kind of stood up for. So it comes down to the same thing. Yuvraj, um, it, it's, it was just tough to watch him bat. I think um, for me, it comes down to, as a sportsman, you probably have to realize at some point that I can't do what I used to do. And the sooner you come to that realisation, the better it is. Because trust me, we hate seeing Yuvraj's name in this 11. So, yeah.
1: yeah so, number five is Pandey. Um, obviously, as Ashwin pointed out earlier today, he isn't even in the top 30 run scorers. So, <laughs> he makes he makes, he makes our list. Uh, Ashwin's quite a big fan. Pandey was good in the field, took an excellent catch. Can't remember him doing very much else. So, obviously, he didn't have a very good season. Stokes, hmm, can't remember. Did he play this IPL? Much. <laughs> he played a little bit. No, he, he played, he played every, every game. Every game, game right. Right? He
2: played every game.
1: Yeah, so as as you can see, completely absent, conspicuous by his absence for the Rajasthan Royals, a big name
2: player. Uh, Three man of so the match awards last li- year. Three man of the match awards last year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pod pointed that out. I think. Yeah. In in the in the Rajasthan Royals. Because Pune, he was doing really well, and in, in the Royal, he's really done rubbish, so not good not good for, from him. Finch scored a 50, I think, once, which again, for someone who was so consistent at the top of the order, maybe it was a bit where he batted and all of that, and Punjab just tailing off, so uh, another person who made the list. And Washington Sundar, after being a hero in the last series that India played, which one was the one? Was that Nidahas? Nidahas, Nidahas? Nidahas, That he was man of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so he was man of the tournament in Nidahas and he was completely useless in this particular tournament, and especially on a turning track when he was my second innings power player on my multiplier day, he got smashed for like two overs for 40 runs. Oh
2: my
1: God, useless guy. So basically, he's he had to in this list. One cut, one million dollars. This guy, how what does that work out to per wicket? How many dollars? I
3: don't know. I don't even know how many wickets he took, but it was almost as bad as Stokes. It was like five. Run.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think it 200 grand per wicket. Yeah. Not that's bad. a that's
2: a pretty lucrative business, man. As, yeah. as an said. <laughs> yeah. Useless. And Basil Thumpy.
1: Of course, we already talked through Thumper Thumpy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that completely cost eleven. Okay. Uh, so that's that section done, guys. Do you have anything to add to the? Uh, Sunil Bakwaskar 11. Are we thinking of a Sanju Manju 11 soon and other uh, uh, Danny Mar- a Danny Morrison 11? I just want to add. that I got,
3: with this? I got vetoed on the, this one for the list, but I was I was I would always be happy to have our CSK quick Sharzul Thakur Sharzul Taker on this list. Why I, a, I just cannot stand him. He gets wickets, but they're all <laughs> of terrible balls. If you go back and watch all his wickets, this IPL, they've all been long hops that got caught on the boundary or, you know, a, just a horrid, uh, horrid swipe by the batsman, not really given, uh, not compared to uh, a Cheher or even a Watson's wickets for Chennai. I'm just not a fan of Sharadol. So he got vetoed from how, this because he wasn't that bad, but I, thought, I want to watch for the future. I think
1: he'll be on lots of the how, how come Maxwell has not made this list? Yeah,
2: Maxwell. I think because of Delhi, we already had one, and we don't want to like, you know, we don't want to be biased towards Delhi. And they've already come bottom of the table. I mean, bo- and bottom and of, the, bottom fair of the fair play table. So I don't think they deserve this much.
1: Okay. but I think Maxwell's future in the IPL is looking dicey now. Actually.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Anyway. Okay. So moving to the next section, guys. Um. Two big pieces of news this this week. One was AB de Villiers retirement. So let's talk through that one first. Ashwin. What are your thoughts on AB De Villiers giving up international cricket? He didn't actually say he's going to stop playing all cricket, but just international cricket.
3: Yeah, I mean, personally, a little bit disappointed. I think he's the kind of cricketer who's shaped the game as we know it, who even for RCB this season was just an unstoppable force. So I still feel like from a performance standpoint at age 34, he's got a lot left to give the game, but fully understand the kind of toll the sport and the schedule etc., takes on you. So hopefully we'll learn more over the coming weeks on some of the reasons why. You know, personally, as somebody, as for us, all three of us, we've set our sights on going to watch some of the World Cup in England in 2019. It would have been fantastic to see A.B. de Villiers, you know, give South Africa one final shot before he does retire at picking up a World Cup, which obviously has alluded to the South Africans. So personally, a little bit disappointed, but I think, you know, happy to see a, step up and do the right thing if it's taking a toll on his mental and physical health it's it's it is a good thing to do yeah i
2: mean but- so i agree with all that i think two things just one quickly i think what's important to remember is always nobody gets the retirement they want no, not everyone gets that farewell match farewell series and that and these are great players so i think something larger probably happened i don't think this was a, a decision that he was thought through for a while and I don't know. Some my gut feel tells me this is not the last we'll see of AB in the international arena either. That's just my gut feel. Mm.
1: Yeah, and I I think I agree with you because um, I don't know whether I was telling you that I read his book when it came out last year, and the book opens with God has spoken to me twice.
2: Yeah.
1: And one of the times is when he's taking a catch to win at cover to win South Africa the first World Cup, and with this retirement, I mean that dream is out of the out of it's gone right and. Um it is sad we watched him earlier this year, and I mean he's caught so much it's just unbelievable to watch him and the reception he got is something that I think I've only ever seen such an or Cody get yeah. from an indian crowd or or an english crowd maybe yeah um so it, it is sad to see it's it's a big moment that's uh, that that's taken place just after the i p l um so maybe we'll see him in the i p l next year I don't know. Um, but it is sad, and that brings us to his his uh, his big friend Virat Kohli. Who uh, there was some news about his injury in, in the papers, guys. So um, how is that going to play out in, in the next few months? Uh, I mean, it's pretty worrying. Apparently, it was it was first reported to be a hernia, uh, a herniated disc in in the back, and then they said it's a neck injury. So I'm not sure not sure what's going on there. But guys, what about uh, I mean, his firstly his workload over the last few months and years. And going forward, how do you think this is going to play out for Indian cricket?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's also disappointing. We talked on the show a couple of weeks ago how we were all pretty excited. It was a sledge, I think we all said, that Kohli is going to England to play for the summer. Having said that, I think the BCCI is obviously trying to keep the extent of the injury a little bit under wraps. I think if it's a right call to avoid the county season in order to make sure he's fully fit for the... England series, and then obviously remembering there's an Australia away series later this year, followed by New Zealand away. There's a lot of key big test series coming up for which the BCCI thinks that we need our leader uh, to be completely fit. So I think it's obviously the right call if the injury is un- pretty bad, but it's unfortunate because I think he now needs to go to England and prove himself to nobody really but himself in a conditions he hasn't really gotten used to.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I think it's disappointing, but uh, like Ravi Shatri actually came out and said that you know, Kohli is not a machine and, you know, you heard AB saying he's tired. So, yeah, while Kohli has worked a lot on fitness, um, I think what we can't forget is six weeks of T20 cricket can take a toll on you, man. It's uh, it's very intense. So, yeah, I think it's disappointing disappointing for Surrey fans and English fans who wanted to see him. But as an Indian fan, it's probably better to get him rested. Um, he's good, he can do well in England even without the county, so it's better for him to get his rest.
1: So is it is it because of the fitness work that he's put in, do you think that this has happened or the, it may be a theory that he's worked out too much? I don't know, his emphasis on fitness is quite high and obviously the intensity with which he plays the game is higher than anyone else. Yeah. So an already intense tournament and all his fitness work, so maybe that's affected it. What do you think, about him?
2: I, I mean, I I'm not sure, I just hope he hasn't kind of like... Uh, hurt him his neck while you know taking a catch and blurting out some explosives <laughs> or you know, I uh, really well, why. yeah, it could be maybe why. Maybe it
3: was while he, after AB took the Spider Man, yeah, the force
2: with it, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I maybe mean, that's what it because too No, I, I it think couldn't be at the gym
1: it, it must have been he would have been trying to do a better catch than the yeah. Spider Man,
2: maybe he was doing and something. he's hurt himself in the process, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe you started an Iron Man catch or something.
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, we really hope that he's he's back in time for all the Test matches. Do you think that if he's actually injured, do you think he's just going to push himself enough to play the Test matches even if he's actually injured? Because I think he's focused on England for too long to just not... He may give the one-dayers up, the T20s up, but do you think he'll make it to the Test matches even if he's not 100%?
2: Guys? I think he will. Also, I think... Uh, I, th- I can't remember if I read, but I don't think he's playing the T20s in England. Oh. Um, mm. so, so there's 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 I think probably nine or ten weeks before the first test match. So that is more than enough time. Mm. So I don't think it's going to be an issue. Mm. Mm.
1: Okay, guys. I think I think that's the show for this week. And uh, thank you very much for joining us this week. Uh, we're all looking forward to the IPL final tomorrow. May the best team win. And um, subscribe to our blog. You go and uh, download the podcast wherever you get your podcast from iTunes, Pocket Cast, Podbean google music um, subscribe to the blog and let us know what you think thank you very much for joining us and we will see you next week thanks everyone
0: hello 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 everybody it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network on what the hell navya jayabachan shwetananda and navya herself dish out stories from their childhood they discuss tough love between parents and their kids on Paisa Anupam talks to Bhaman Irani, President-elect Kredai, and Chairman and MD at Rustamji. They discuss the concept of buy versus rent and how to approach buying property in 2022. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus is joined by Meghnath and comedian Shad Shafi. They discuss their opinions on the ongoing Congress presidential elections and Prashant Kishore embarking on a Padyatra. On The Life Manifesto, Zarina narrates a story that advocates that stress and emotions are not to be controlled but must be beautifully managed. And on the Filter Coffee podcast, Karthik is joined by Yashraj Akashi, Senior Ambassador of the TEDx program and curator of TEDx Gateway. They discuss the origin story of TED and his franchise model. Guys, go to our website, ivmpodcast.com. You can check out the merch store, also links to all of our social media stuff, which is at IVM Podcast. Also do check out our YouTube channels. We have a number of channels with many of your favorite shows available as full video podcasts. Finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thank you so much for making this possible.
3: Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web3, Blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms, and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya, and on our show, Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
0: Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your 5-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure, and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcast from.